Before we jump into this episode, let's hear from Brian and Concerts That Made Us podcast. Wait, so you like concerts, podcasts, and music, and you don't listen to Concerts That Made Us podcast? Oh man, you're missing out. You've got to head over there straight away. They have interviews with the best up-and-coming bands, as well as some famous ones thrown in the mix too. And don't even get me started on the concert stories. Oh man, are they wild. That's Concerts That Made Us podcast. New episodes every Thursday on all podcast players. Hello everyone, I am Matthew Thomas, this is Super Cool Radio, have a great guest joining me for this episode, she's the lead vocalist and a songwriter for Diamonds and Whiskey, please welcome from North Carolina, Jennifer Lauren. Hey, 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 <laughs> thanks for having me. Of course, thank you so much for joining me uh, on this episode. Uh, so I wasn't exactly sure. Uh, I, I do classify diamonds and whiskey as uh, like country because I know like there's some southern rock influences in there, some blues uh, elements in there as well. Uh, what would you classify diamonds and whiskey as? Um, I just call it crazy woman because I don't really know what I want, and so <laughs> um, yeah, one day it's country and the next is straight rock and roll. Sometimes it's blues. There's even a little ragtime on the new record. I don't know. I just write what I want to write, and yeah. I, I won't say any bad words, like we said, but yeah, I, I pretty much have uh, given my middle finger to <laughs> genres, for lack of a better term, because yes, <laughs> the, the storytelling makes it country, because all my songs are stories, but otherwise, I just kind of go where the song takes me. Yeah, for this season, I, you know, I, last couple seasons, I've kind of focused on rock and metal artists, but this season, I'm really trying to you know branch out, listen to a lot of different music, because there's a lot of great music out there, and it the uh for diamonds and whiskey it does have like you know that the country uh elements in there but you it, there's also some songs that really rock as well yeah i'm a rocker at heart i um absolutely love rock and roll so you can really see that in my music and you know we have a our new single coming out in a few weeks is straight rock and roll there's nothing country about it and it, it kind of went nuts on TikTok. i put up a clip and everybody's losing their mind over it so i'm really excited to release it and actually put something out for rock radio Definitely, I really look forward to uh, hearing the full uh, the clip of uh, the full uh, song of it uh, because yeah, it, it, I've heard a little bit of it and it does really well. Oh, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. It's pretty cool. I'm really excited about it. For sure, and I, I know we had a lot to discuss. And before we really dive into everything, I know as I said, you are from North Carolina. I believe, uh, born and raised in North Carolina. I believe. Yep, right here uh, in Burke County, North Carolina. Yes, <laughs> out in the country. <laughs> Uh, so what's kind of like the music scene like uh, in North Carolina? Um, well, you know, there, well, there's tons of famous people from here. So Eric Church grew up down the road. Luke Combs is, you know, I don't know, 45 minutes away. I was with Luke Combs' mama the other night. That was pretty cool. Um, so there's lots of musicians from here, uh, from Kelly Pickler to Fantasia. I mean, just tons of people from North Carolina. So there's a lot of strong singers, but as far as the music scene goes, um, Asheville is a really cool town to go out and listen to music. Um, 
Charlotte, other than the arena and PNC, like the amphitheater, Charlotte's a hard city. Like I lived in Charlotte for a while. The music scene anymore is non-existent. Um, Raleigh's is decent, but but yeah, I don't I don't think it's uh, it's as good as a lot of places like Nashville, for example, or places where people go to actually listen to music. Um, I know when I go to like New Orleans and stuff, people go listen to music. Austin, uh, there's some great cities for music. I don't know. I haven't really experienced that as much in the Carolinas, but there's a ton of talent here. Yeah, definitely for sure. I know the the, uh, the North Carolina Music Awards as well, which uh, I believe you actually you won. I believe last year or is it twenty twenty? Yeah. So the Carolina Music Awards, uh, we won Best Country Band. Um, that was twenty nineteen, and then COVID hit, so they didn't have it. But um, I think this year we're nominated for that again, and Female Vocalist of the Year. But then the Carolina Country Music Awards, we did win Best New Emerging Artist this year, and we won Single of the Year there in twenty nineteen. Of course, twenty twenty was you know nothing but um but yeah so a few different awards here in the carolinas and tons of nominations we're pretty proud of that okay definitely for sure uh, especially with the with north carolina the, the musicians from north carolina there's definitely uh, uh there's a lot of uh, competition but also a lot of high caliber musicians as well oh yeah for sure <laughs> But uh, I wanted to focus on you, because uh, obviously I'm chatting with uh, Jennifer Lawrence from Diamonds and Whiskey. Uh, how did you get started as a musician? Well, you know, I, I my dad played piano, uh, guitar, and banjo, but he lost his right arm the year before I was born, so I didn't really grow up with that. And then um, he would sit at the piano and play with his left hand. And so when I was, like, old enough to reach the keys, I could play by ear already really well. So at like four years old, I was already playing Little Diddy's back. And then um, it just started there. And then um, in church, you know, hymns and gospel music, that's really what I grew up in. I didn't have a TV or radio uh, growing up. So I didn't have the secular music or anything really worldly, if you will, <laughs> to listen to. So when I got to college, all that kind of just hit me, you know, because I, I didn't grow up with it. And so, um, I wasn't influenced by rock and roll and all that stuff, you know, when I was young. It was straight up hymns and classical music. And so that's kind of how I got started, though, was in church. And then when I got to high school, I figured out I was a pretty good singer. So I started competing and um, was the first soprano and won lots of competitions and uh, classically trained to sing opera. So that's really kind of where I got started there. And I thought that's what I would do. But then life happened when I went to college and went down a totally different path so I could make money. And um, <laughs> took me years to get back to it. But that's kind of where I got started. I could sing at a very young age and sing harmony and things just kind of came to me, I guess. I wish I had a better answer, but that's pretty much it. You know, for sure, I, I definitely understand with everything. I know uh, definitely a lot of people, especially uh, some I've interviewed, definitely start you know started church because that's kind of like the first kind of exposure for it. And uh, it's uh, you know the crowd's always a little bit forgiving, especially when you're first starting out, especially at church. They're not gonna like boo you or uh, heckle you. So. Right, it's a safe space for most people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure. So I know I, I've sung in church before with uh, with my family and stuff growing up. So yeah, it's a Definitely a nice ease into, uh, you know, singing and being a musician. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a, um, it was definitely a good start. And, you know, my, the religion I grew up in, we, um, like I said, didn't have TV or radio, no Christmas trees. Like, we, it was very um, cut off from the world, if you will. And um, skirts to my ankle, hair to bun, you know, like, it was very, very strict. But I'm so grateful for it because I feel like I learned 
how to do other things. There was no television to like keep me occupied. So I had to be outside all the time. I played sports. I, you know, was always outside working on something or I was playing piano, one or the other. So it was, you know, good time to spend as a kid. Yeah, definitely didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of wish I would have focused more on that when I was younger with like being outside and, you know, uh, enjoying the time and uh, doing other things instead of being on a computer or playing video games. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a good, good thing. They, when, when you're a kid, you don't realize it. When you're, you're older, you look back and you're like, oh, I'm really grateful for that whooping, you know, like <laughs> that sort of feel. <laughs> you know, yeah, the things right. we realize were good for us. <laughs> Yeah, you, you don't realize it at the time, but definitely, like, looking back, like, definitely. I also, I, I miss being the kid and being a kid because I had so much more energy, and I was able to do more things without my body, like, feeling sore or hurt. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I'm sleeping in different hotel rooms or even being on the bus for a couple of weeks, I came back, and I was like, oh, my body, like, you know, I miss my, I have one of those Puppy Lux mattresses, you know, so it's like, I was so excited to see my bed. I don't think I got out of it for two days. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's called being old. <laughs> Definitely, for sure. Uh, but for uh, for you, for diamonds and whiskey, how did how did that come together, and like, how did you come up with the name? <laughs> Everyone asks me this. I, I people always think there's going to be some profound answer, but I was on a boat drinking, and um, <laughs> I just started playing music again, and you know, we were. You know, just having some beer and hanging out on Lake Norman here in North Carolina. And they're like, what are you going to call your, your little band? And I was like, oh, I don't know. It should be indicative of my personality because, well, one of them at least, if not all of them, because there's lots of personalities in here. And so they said, well, sometimes you're like all glammed up and you love makeup. So you're sparkly and, you know, so it should be something shiny. And then other days, I don't know, I'm either fishing or, or working on a car or outside. I don't know, doing something in the dirt, I, you know, so I'm two very different people in that way. So my friend was like, diamonds and diamonds and rust. But that's an old song, if you remember. So I didn't want to like go with that. So I looked over and one of the guys was drinking some whiskey and I was like, diamonds and whiskey. And it stuck and that's where it came from on a boat drinking. I don't know if I was quite drunk, but I was, I was definitely drinking. So, so that's, that's where it came from. Nothing crazy, but it very much is me you know so uh people think it's more of a duo but it's not like i i just you know i don't want to say i don't know who i am because i actually feel like i do i'm just a lot of different people <laughs> i think it's a good reflection of like yourself of your per, you know, personality but also like, the music you have and the style as well at least there's a, there's a story to that i had uh, one band i interviewed uh, they got the name from a paper power company so at least you have more of a, you know, a story to it than that well you know the only other option was side boob and i just thought i would make all the guys wear like tank tops so they could show side boob for the show i thought that would be awesome but nobody <laughs> nobody really went with that one so it was diamonds and whiskey <laughs> I think that might be a slightly better choice, but you can have a comedy band called that. I think that would be cool. Oh, it's going to happen one day. When I'm old, it is going to happen. I'm just going to start this band called Side Boob. Watch it blow up. <laughs> I love the idea. I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> See, like, I, I had a, I was talking to one of my friends, and he wanted to start. A, uh, like a, just a, co a comedy band just for just for fun like he, he had a hard rock band but then he was gonna he's gonna dress up but like for no one would recognize him and he'd play country music and I was, but he wouldn't tell anyone who he was 
he would just show up and play music. I was like, I like that idea. So I'm all for like that kind of like the genre and style of music, just just for the fun of it. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna make this happen. <laughs> Definitely should. I 100% support it. But getting on to some serious business for Diamonds and Whiskey, uh, you uh, recently released the music video for Walk Hard, which is a single off the next uh, upcoming album, Blonde Ambition. How was it filming the music video? It was amazing. You know, it was the first time I had a full production team. Um, Growing Media did this video for us. They were amazing. We went to Illinois and shot it in one day, four locations. All these um, extras came. It was just the most incredible experience. I couldn't believe it. And Angie Wyatt um, and Rob Ryan, I'm not sure I'm saying his last name right, but these two people um, directed and put together this whole thing and produced it. It was just incredible. And the team was awesome. I've never experienced that before. I kind of felt like I had moved up into a whole new level. And so, um, yeah, Walk Hard, that video was fun. We're actually going to shoot a new one, I think, at the beginning of May. So it's going to be it's gonna be good. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with them. Uh, they're amazing people, but that video was really fun. I definitely really like how the, the whole visual um, effects, or not, sorry, the whole visual of the music video, I really liked it, and you said the different locations as well. I really liked the classic car at the end too. Uh, all of that, I thought it, it came together really nice and told a really great story as well. Yeah, and it's a true story. That's really, you know, while the story of the song tells a different story, you know, I wanted to take it to a different place because walk hard has you know, different meanings for me because I've been through so much in my life. You know, I just feel like I'm walking hard through this life, you know, but I feel like my papa and my dad, you know, my dad passed away not long ago. So I really want to do this in his honor and my grandfather's because they raised me that way. I mean, I can drive any piece of heavy equipment. I can back a 40 foot trailer like it's nobody's business. Like I, I can do anything. I've rebuilt whole houses pretty much single-handedly. Like they taught me that I could do anything I put my mind to. And I think that's why my band is succeeding. So I really wanted to do that video in their honor and give the song dual meaning, if you will. Well, I think it's a really great way to uh, honor your father and your grandfather. Very well done and uh, something to be very proud of as well. Thank you. I am very proud of it. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, definitely. I'm gonna leave a link for that in the description. Make sure to definitely check it out. Uh, as I said, it's, it's really great music video with a very great meaning as well. Uh, but as for you, like, what is um, your writing process? Like, how do you build a song? Oh, everyone asks me this, and I have—I don't have one at all. I usually I get mad, and then I just start saying things. <laughs> That's how I write a song, or, or I'm, you know, thinking about whatever it is, being a badass woman, or I'm sad, or it's, it, it's always some emotion comes out. And sometimes I just put on like Eminem and I'll just rap over him. And that's kind of how songs come out. I know that's weird. It's not really a process. Sometimes I just sing going down the road and I write a song. Um, to date, every song that I've written, I wrote in less than five minutes. Um, that includes every song on Heartbreak Queen and Blonde Ambition. Um, Warrior is the first co-write I've ever had. Um, that's my guitarist, Brandon. He actually wrote the chorus about me. I stand up, stand tall, even when the tears fall because I pushed through everything. And so he sent me the chorus and then I wrote the whole song around it, but I made it about my dad. And so, and our veterans, of course, because I come from a long line of veterans. So um, yeah, I, I just, it just pours out of me. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Yesterday I got my feels I have all these fans messaging me their stories now. Um, 
don't know if you ever go on our Facebook, but it's a lot of engagement. So it's a lot of people sending me messages. I mean, I got over 5,000 messages on Saturday alone. So yeah, just, it's insane. And so I'm trying, I personally respond to every single person. So it's just like, I work so hard at it. But when I get these stories, it, I mean, it just rips my heart out sometimes. So yesterday I sat on a road song for a bunch of my fans. Um, that's just how I, that's therapy for me. Basically, that's it. Songwriting is just therapy and there's no process for it. Um, lots of things come out in different ways. And I just kind of let it flow. I, I'm going to suck it. When I get to Nashville and like sit down with people to actually write, they're going to be like, what is this girl's deal? Because I'm going to have headphones on, like, you know, <laughs> popping my head, freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's what, um, you know, it's the way you feel. It's uh, the way you write stuff that, you know, it is, you know, might not sound like a process, but it is a process for you. It's the way you process things, the way you're able to right. write stuff. So, sorry, I'm hitting you with some basic interview questions. I do, I will change it up as we progress through this interview, but. Uh, you're fine. To, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> I, I had to get through the basic part first. I know, um, as I kind of said in the intro, uh, you know, I mostly focus on rock and metal, so I'm trying uh, to. You know, uh, get a little bit different, but also I'm not sure how many, uh, you know, my audience and trying to introduce them to, uh, to you and Diamonds and Whiskey. I appreciate it. You're you're great. So I, I'm actually really enjoying this one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, a uh, question for you. I hope I don't know if you've had this one, but from the interviews I've watched and listened to, I don't think so. But uh, what's been your favorite moment from Diamonds and Whiskey so far? Oh my gosh, my favorite moment. I have so many good ones. Um, you pick a few. Oh man. Um, okay, if I could pick a couple, that would be great. Because they're. Yeah, I'll try to you, can, you can bend the rules here. I, I will. I um, So, my first like major moment where I was so happy, I was out at North Dakota Fest and um, this big festival, you know, and it's massive, the course light stage. It's, huge catwalk you know so i'm out on the catwalk and i turn around and i look at my two guitarists and if you could have seen their faces it was like because we had not played a stage that big it was you know our first like real major stage you know and i could have cried in that moment like looking at their faces because i knew in that moment that we all kind of felt like I think we kind of made it. I mean, we didn't, but we did, you know, in our minds, that was it. And looking at the happiness, I had never seen them like that. It was like, I don't know. I just, I don't know how to explain it. It's not really a huge thing, but for me, knowing that their dreams were coming true, it made me so freaking happy. And to this day, it's one of the happiest moments I've ever had. The other time that's extreme, I mean, there's lots of memories, but was recent. Um, we just left for tour with David Lee Murphy. And so we were with him for two weeks. I don't know if you remember the Dust on the Bottle song. That's David Lee Murphy. He wrote Big Green Chapter, um, tons of songs. He's just a huge songwriter. But um, anyway, when we left Nashville, our brand new bus pulled in to pick us up. And it was a surreal moment for me because this Dark Moon, our sponsor, had this custom built. I mean, it's so nice. It's bougie. Like everything that I wanted, they did and more to this bus. And from my own custom vanity to, you know, the colors, the lighting, just everything. And it, I don't know, it was a dream come true. It's a major dream come true. Not many bands get to experience that and hear this brand new bus rolls in and it's all blacked out, it's beautiful. You know, and like, I walk in and I'm just like, 
oh my God, like I needed a moment. I sat in the back and bawled my eyes out because it was like, I think we made it again. You know, I was just like, I think, I think, I think it's happening, you know, but in your mind, it's a moment that you have dreamed about for so long. And all of a sudden you're there, you know, I don't, I'm sure artists tell, tell you stories like these, but it's just like, I had to keep pinching myself the whole two weeks and we're going to hop on the bus again. It's going to pick me up soon. We're going to the beach. Like I, I'm just like, I don't have to ride in the floorboard of a Tahoe. I rode in the floorboard of a Tahoe all summer last summer so that my band, they had seats, you know, cause it only seats so many. Like we were so scrunched trying to get to gigs 26 hours away. Then we get in 10 hours more. Like it was, I can't even tell you what we did to get here. And yeah. So that moment, I didn't mean to go on a tangent, but man, dreams come true. I'm telling you, they really do. No, I, I definitely, I totally understand. It's, it's like the stuff you think, you know, when you first start, it's like out of your reach, it's unattainable, but then like when it actually comes true and actually happens, it is definitely a moment to cherish. Oh yeah, I will never forget that. I have it on video. My my manager videoed it and I mean, I just lost it. I was like, I just couldn't believe it, you know, because I, yeah, I just can't believe it. I still can't believe it, to be honest. Lots of big stuff happening, though. Dark Moon's an amazing sponsor, um, and they're doing a lot more for us. So it's, um, yeah, they're a moonshine company. They've got the patent for infusing moonshine with CBD. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit the shelf soon. It's going to be big. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah, I'm really, really, really excited. But, yeah, there's more big stuff that's coming really soon because of that. So I'll be able to tell more over the summer. Well, I'm, I'm definitely very happy for you guys with uh, everything you guys have been doing lately. And I know there's something actually very cool coming up for you guys. Uh, you'll be playing at a music festival in Italy coming up over the summer. Uh, how does it feel like to be performing uh, internationally in Italy? I'm so excited for that. You know, I haven't been overseas in a long time, so I'm excited to go back. And, you know, I was worried that we weren't going to be able to with COVID and everything. But, yeah, I got that. Uh, message from over there and i was like yeah I'm there like you know so that's the end of june we're actually getting ready to book our tickets and we're getting everything in line um yeah that, i'm really excited for that it's supposed to be a really big festival so uh we'll see what happens but i'm hoping to be overseas more because we have a pretty big fan base over in europe so yeah definitely it sounds like a, a really cool uh, uh show and it's gonna be a really great experience i hope for you guys as well uh, have you uh, performed internationally before no, well, I opera, like when I was in, um, I went to uh, London and Paris when I was 17, I was singing with the college choir. And so I got to go and that was amazing. But that is the only time I've been over there. So um, it's been a long, I'm going to say how long has it been, but it's been a while. So I'm excited to go back, you know, about five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's your interview. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's my world. You're just living in it. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I'm having a great time, so I don't I mind. I hope so. <laughs> uh, but uh, also, uh, lost my thought. Sorry. <laughs> I do that to people. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I try. I try not to, since I'm uh, the interviewer. So I try not to do that. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Performing international, uh, I, I've heard I've heard of bands who've had you know toured in Europe and stuff. It is, it's a lot different, uh, just the way you have to prepare and you know obviously like with equipment and stuff. I've heard uh, bands blowing up amps because it's different wattage and uh, all right. that stuff. So I do hope uh, the best for you guys. Uh, obviously, when you're uh, performing overseas in Italy, we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll definitely let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, if there's any crazy stories, well, yeah. 
you can uh, share them here on Super Cool Radio. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, we're coming up for you guys uh, is uh, the upcoming album Blonde Ambition. Uh, this will be your sophomore album. Uh, how will it compare like uh, to the debut album Heartbreak Queen? Um, I think people will recognize that the writing is similar, you know, um, because they're all stories again from different parts of my life, of course, and. The major difference is the uh, production. So if you listen to Walk Hard and then you go back to Heartbreak Queen, you can tell there's massive production differences. And Heartbreak Queen was raw, you know, like me and my guitarist, my drummer, we played that record. You know, I played on my record. Um, with Blonde Ambition, it's incredible studio musicians, Grammy winners, you know, like it's, I've went all out on this one. It um, has cost a fortune, and um, now I think I'm up to 12 songs on the record, and probably maybe going to add another one. Um, I, yeah, I've kind of taken almost two years to do this record, so it's it's my baby, and I'm really proud of it. And every song is different, but they all are tied together, I guess, by the stories and my voice. So you're going to get traditional country all the way to you know, like we said straight up rock and roll to some ragtime. Um, you know, there's actually a remix of Walk Hard I'm working on that's gonna have a rap on it. So there's, you know, yeah, you're gonna get a lot of different stuff on this record. Um, I'm really proud of it. I think it's it's gonna be amazing. So we'll, um, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. It doesn't, I guess it fits in country because, you know, when I listen to country now, it's all over the place. But yeah, it, I think people have a hard time putting it in, in a genre. And I think that's kind of the, the cool factor with it, that it can appeal to multiple different people. It's not just country music, it's not just rock and roll. You know, it's, it's a nice mix of a lot of different stuff. And I think it's going to appeal to um, quite a bit, uh, quite a few different people who might not like listen to country, but like, I can get down with this kind of thing. Exactly. And if you listen to like Miranda Lambert's new record, Wildcard, I mean, there's tons of stuff on there that's different, you know, and I think over time you have to branch out you know people fuss all oh, country's not country anymore well i mean if we all listen to the same three or four chords over and over and over and over and over that play the same way you know it's just not those songs won't have the same meaning anymore you know that's classic country you know and i love it but everything can't stay the same you know it just can't definitely i think it's also like the the evolution of things it's like you know years go by many things you know our society has changed you know from you know, Johnny Cash, William Jennings, and nowadays, like, so much stuff has changed that it has to evolve. It has to, exactly. And with the new technology and everything else, people finding different ways to do things. I don't know. I love it. I think if a song is good, it's good. That's the way I judge it. I don't judge it by what genre it's in because I listen to everything. If it's a good song, it's a good song. And I think most people feel that. They just, some people don't want to admit it because they want to be stuck in whatever. But everybody just loves a good song at the end of the day. 100% agree with that, and I'm yeah, as the, my goal for this year is I'm trying to listen to like you know just stuff that you know I normally won't you know if you asked me a few years ago would you listen to this I probably would say no so this year I'm really trying to make an effort to really listen and enjoy like music from a bunch of different uh, genres you know nationally internationally everywhere so that's that's my goals for this year. That's awesome. Good for you though. But uh, since I'm talking about my goals, so what are the goals for uh, Diamonds and Whiskey uh, for 2022? 2022. Um, maybe make some money for once. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with you on great. that. Maybe if I didn't have to bleed money. No, we're, we're about there. I'm telling you. Um, I, you know, every year I've tried to step it up. We've never, we've never played bars or like, I think we played one bar gig 
um, way back in the day, but we've really tried to like come out swinging at festivals, which meant that, you know, I had to play for free, you know, and get our name out and do, I mean, I always pay my band, but I really took a different approach and worked my day job hard and, you know, really put us out there, marketed a lot on social media with money. You know, I, I tried really hard to do some different things because I'm a mom. I don't want to be out in the middle of the night, you know? So now every year we've, step it up and step it up and step it up. So this year, you know, not just one major, we're, we're playing four majors, you know, and we're getting to play with all these massive artists. And then now we are doing bigger venues and bigger festivals along with that and, and traveling obviously internationally. So for this year, I just wanted to put the record out, um, concentrate on, on getting some radio play, some legit radio play, which, um, you know, and country music still really matters. Uh, so, so this year, yeah, it's just more about, moving us on up into the next tier, you know, because it's kind of like you start and then you just keep notching up. I don't have specific goals for us um, other than to have a damn good time. So <laughs> that's, that's my goal is to enjoy every moment of this. And, I, you know, I joke about money. I don't care about money. If I cared about money, I wouldn't be here doing this because I would just work my day job and go home. I love the fact that we're getting to experience things that you only get to experience if you chase your dreams hard. And not everybody can do that. That's what makes it special, right? So I just wake up every day and thank God that um, that I'm making it happen somehow, and I got this amazing team around me helping me. Yeah, definitely. I've seen just kind of looking back at everything for like the last couple of years. Definitely the um, your progress, you know, with diamonds and whiskey, and just you guys are it, 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 every year. You guys are just stepping it up. You're doing obviously big, you know, bigger festivals. You're playing, you know, getting more uh, reach with everything as well. Uh, producing really great music, music videos, all that stuff. So I can definitely see uh, the progress you guys have been making. Thank you. I've been working really hard, and, and now I have my core band. I didn't always have them, but now I've got the right guys. You know, it takes time to build that, and um, and now my manager, I'm best manager in the world, and um, and now with the sponsor, and there's a label deal supposed to be coming at some point. You know, so like, there's a lot happening, and it's just kind of. I don't know. It it takes a village. I'm so blessed. Um, kissed a lot of frogs, but I think I found my Prince Charmings, if you will. <laughs> so I like the way you said that. I haven't heard someone say that, but I definitely. Uh, it, hey, I I agree. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I really really appreciate Chandler. Uh, if anyone's interested, uh, where can they find Diamonds and Whiskey online? Well, um, you can just Google Diamonds and Whiskey, two of our favorite things. And uh, we're on Spotify and iTunes and every other music platform that you could possibly listen to. Whatever your poison is, you pick it. We're there. Um, Diamonds and Whiskey, all spelled out on Facebook. Diamonds and Whiskey official on Instagram. And Diamonds Whiskey on Twitter. We can't have the and there because they're controlling, I guess. I don't know. Um, so we don't tweet as much as we do the other things. But... Um, yeah, and TikTok. We just got started on the tickety talk. So I'm, I'm working on that one. I'm trying to figure it out. But um, yeah, just, just any old place. And make sure you check out diamondswhiskeyband.com because that's where all our tour dates are. Definitely. I'm going to drop some links in the description. Please check out Stream Support. Give a like to Diamonds Whiskey. Check out the latest music video, Walk Hard. All that great stuff will be in the description. Jennifer, I had a really great time chatting with you. Uh, I really appreciate it. It was a very fun time. Oh, man, I love this. This was awesome. You have great questions. Uh, definitely one of the best ones I've had in a while. Thank you very much. Okay. I, well, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for the kind words.
really really makes my day. I'm glad uh, glad I was able to do this. I drank some hot tea and had some cough drops, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Work it out. The show must go on. That's what I say. <laughs> exactly. Even uh, even for podcasting, you can't stop. Absolutely. Uh, nope. <laughs> for Jennifer Lawrence of Diamonds and Whiskey, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. Stay frosty. <laughs>